is Becky McLaughlin, the writer and creator of the Witch in the Woods podcast. I know we left you on a cliffhanger last week, and I'm sorry to say that you'll have to continue to wonder what is happening to our beloved crew, but we wanted to take this week to share something else with you. The characters in this show and the stories we tell are pulled from cultures all over the world, and season two was written and planned well before Russia's invasion of Ukraine. One of our key stories this season happens to be Vasilisa the Beautiful, which is traditionally a Russian fairy tale, and much of the mythology of Baba Yaga in general comes from this area of the world. One of the reasons I love stories is because they do help us understand other cultures and transport us to other parts of the world, even the spooky tales. While we recognize that Russian culture and the people of Russia shouldn't be condemned because of leadership choices, we chose to highlight a Ukrainian tale as our bonus story for Patreon members this month. After putting together the story, we decided that we wanted to put it out to a bigger audience and to show our support for Ukraine and its people in our own small way. Ukrainian fairy tales are reflective of the events of today, as the characters must usually overcome hopeless situations with admirable character traits and inner strength. The following story is one such example, and we hope you enjoy and take a moment to send your support to Ukraine in whatever way you can. You're listening to the Witch in the Woods podcast, Oksana and the Cow's Head. Once upon a time, there was a young girl named Oksana. Much like other fairy tales, she lived very happily with her family until her mother passed away. After several years, her father decided that Oksana needed a mother. Oksana, my dear, I wish that your mother was still alive to see you grow into the wonderful young woman that you're becoming. I wish she were alive to see how your woodworking skills have grown. You're becoming an incredible artist, father. Thank you, my darling. Your support means more to me than you could know. I think Mother would be proud of us. I think she would too, but I'm no replacement for a mother. I know as you get older that it would be good for you to have a woman to guide you in life. But why? You're all I need, Father. Unless you'd like to remarry? Do you miss having a wife? Sometimes. Yes, sometimes I do. If you need my blessing, then know that you have it. I only want your happiness. With Oksana's blessing, her father began his search for a new wife. He was happy to find a woman who had a daughter of her own, as he also thought Oksana would benefit from having a sibling. Their courtship was quick, and by the end of the summer, Oksana found herself with a new stepmother and stepsister. They had been so sweet to her and her father during the courtship that Oksana was completely thrown off guard when her new stepmother's true nature appeared. Stepmother! Olena! Welcome to our home! You expect us to live here? In this shack? I thought you had said you had a fine house. It is a fine house, stepmother. Father built it with his own two hands and- There's not nearly enough room for all of us. Dear, if you truly love me and want me to stay with you, Oksana cannot stay here. What? But she's my daughter. 
There's plenty of room. My daughter will not share a bedroom. Darling, it's either me or her. Oksana's father looked helplessly back and forth between his new wife and his only daughter. Then, after a few moments, he took Oksana aside. Oksana, I haven't seen this side of your stepmother before, but she must be overwhelmed with all of the changes. Perhaps, if you'd agree to it, you could go and stay in the cabin in the woods, the one I use when I'm out hunting. I will talk some sense into your stepmother. Of course, father. Whatever you think is best. Oksana's words came out strong, but in truth, she was heartbroken at this turn of events. She had been so excited to have a sister, and had been daydreaming about all the late-night talks they would have in their shared room. She had spent the two days since the wedding cleaning and cooking, making the house as welcoming as possible for her new family, and was devastated to see her stepmother's true nature. She packed her things and headed into the forest, bravely finding her way to her father's hunting cabin. It was dark by the time she reached it, and she quickly made a fire. Her father had managed to slip her a loaf of bread, but Oksana was ravenous after her hike to the cabin and quickly made use of what her father had taught her and made a snare to catch a rabbit. She soon had a stew cooking over the fire, and she served herself a small portion for dinner. I must not eat this whole pot, though I'm certainly hungry enough. I must save some for tomorrow, as I don't know how I'll survive on my own. Oksana was setting up a meager bed to sleep on, when she heard a knock at the door. Her heart leapt at first as she was sure it was her father coming to take her home. But as she had her hand on the handle, she paused. It occurred to her that her father wouldn't knock, but would simply open the door, or at least call out her name. She grabbed one of the sticks she had set aside for her fire and opened the door quickly, swinging wildly. Her branch hit only empty air. And she looked around, breathing hard and wondering if she had imagined the knock. Good evening. Oksana jumped at the sound of a voice at her feet, and she looked down and found herself staring directly into the eyes of a cow's head. Horror overtook Oksana, but it soon turned to sorrow as the poor cow's head looked so sad and alone. Who are you? I am a cow's head, and I am cold and hungry. May I trouble you for some food and a night by your fire? Oh, of course. Come right in. Oksana lifted the cow's head up and brought it inside, quickly scraping her last bit of soup into a bowl and feeding the head bite by bite. Tell me, how does a young girl such as yourself come to live in the forest alone? I don't live here. Well, at least I hope I won't be living here. My father recently married, you see, and my stepmother was quite lovely until she came to move in with us. I'm afraid she doesn't like me and made me leave. And your father let her do this? I think my father was just as surprised as I was and wasn't quite sure what to do. He asked for some time to talk some sense into her, so I came to the cabin. He was not concerned about sending you into the forest alone on such a cold night? Oh, well, I've come to this cabin with him since I was a little girl, and he knew I know how to take care of myself. Very impressive. What will you do if your stepmother doesn't change her mind? Well, I'm not sure. I suppose I'll find my way. After my mother died, I wasn't sure how my father and I would ever survive, as we both were so heartbroken. 
but we found the strength to form a new life. It will be harder this time, being on my own, but I care so much for my father's happiness. It's getting late, my child, and I must rest. Oh, of course, you must be exhausted. Oksana took her only blanket and tucked it around the cow's head, making it as comfortable as a cow's head can be. She was settling onto the floor to sleep, her thin coat wrapped tightly around her, when the cow's head spoke one last time. I admire you greatly for your dedication to your father and his happiness. But don't forget, my child, to account for your own. With that, the cow's head and Oksana drifted off to sleep. And in the morning, Oksana's first thought was that it must have all been a dream. She turned to see if the cow's head was still by the fire. But her mouth dropped open in shock when she discovered that in place of the head was a trunk filled with gold and jewels. She hadn't even been able to move when she was also greeted by the sound of her father's voice calling to her from the forest. Oksana! Oksana! Father! I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I married a cruel woman and never should have let her send you to the forest. Oksana and her father embraced, and he explained that his new wife had continued to demand that it was either her or his beloved daughter. He easily chose Oksana, and she and her daughter Elena had stormed out of the house in rage. Oksana told her father about her visit from the cow's head, and he was shocked to see the trunk overflowing with jewels on the hearth. They danced with joy and collected the treasure, walking back to their beloved home, bursting with happiness. Tales of Oksana's compassion spread throughout the land. Visitors came from far and wide to hear her tale and buy her father's wares. Oksana had never been happier, and eventually the tales reached her former stepmother and stepsister. Elena was horribly jealous, and she decided to try and get her hands on some jewels herself. She made her way to the cabin in her best gown, wanting the proper attire to begin her new, rich life. She was horrified to find the cabin bare and empty with no ready fire or food waiting for her. So she simply sat on the cabin floor, waiting for a knock so her new life could begin. When she finally heard it, she rushed to the door. Hello? Good evening. I am cold and hungry. May I trouble you for some food and a night by your fire? Oh! Uh, uh, uh. Elena was overcome with horror, and she surely showed it. Won't you bring me in and set me by your fire? Uh, I have to touch you? Ugh! Elena pushed the cow's head in with her foot, shivering in disgust with every touch. Have you no fire? No. I don't know how to make one. I could teach you. I'm wearing my best gown. I can't risk ripping it to gather wood. Well then, how about dinner? Haven't you any food? No, I thought there would be food when I got here. If you dig under the snow outside, you might find some berries. I am not dressed to forage, and besides, soon I'll have servants to do that for me. But I am hungry. So am I. Ugh! Why don't you just go to sleep? Very well. I will rest. Fine. 
Finally! Elena laid on the floor in a huff, shivering and hungry as she forced herself to close her eyes and sleep. She had dreams of swimming through gold, and when she awoke to see sunbeams drifting through the windows, she quickly sat up, ready to see her treasure. To her dismay, there was nothing on the fireplace. No gold, no jewels, not even the cow's head remained to explain what had happened. She screamed in rage, and as she slammed her hands down, they hit something that sounded like sand. She looked down to see that her gown had turned to ash around her, and she bellowed with fury, her screams echoing through the forest. Oksana, on the other hand, lived the rest of her days with peace and happiness, not because of the gold and jewels that had been given to her, but because she continued to live a life of compassion and kindness. Thank you for listening to the Witch in the Woods podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and follow us on social media at the Witch in the Woods Pod. The Witch in the Woods podcast is a zombie burrito production and was created, written, and executive produced by Becky McLaughlin. Check out the show notes for links if you'd like to send monetary support to Ukrainian refugees. Oksana and the Cow's Head was directed and audio designed by Becky McLaughlin and features the voice talents of Kryn McLaughlin as Oksana, Seth Shonikus as Oksana's father, Sarah Thompson as the stepmother, Emily Olton as the Cow's Head, and Becky McLaughlin as Elena. Original music by Claire Walton and Zach Messick of Bug Street. Check them out at bugstreet.bandcamp.com. Thank you so much for listening. And a huge thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Billy and Lynn Hill, Sarah Bowers, Lindsay Carlisle, Amanda Wills, Mark Taylor, The Hayes Family, Sarah Thompson, The Johnson Family, Kristen Machado, Emily Emerson, and Jamie Gearhart. We are so grateful for your support. Until next time.